0: Hello audio listeners of the world, my name is Elijah, I'm a college student.
1: Hi, my name is Noah, I'm a middle schooler, we're brothers, and this is our podcast. High, High Five, Five Club. Pop. And by audio listeners of the world, he means our mother.
0: And the hundreds of other listeners that are out there. So, our first topic of the day is newsworthy headlines, and I actually picked this newsworthy headline out because Noah didn't think it was newsworthy enough.
1: I have a more newsworthy one, okay, which we'll talk about we'll later. we'll let you
0: listeners aside... Which of these is more newsworthy? So, Noah, did you know that Food writer opened a restaurant during the pandemic? Yes. For a chipmunk? So, this is an article from the Today Show Food. And basically, her uncle owns a bowling alley. And she's also a food writer, I guess, for Bon Appetit or something. And she was getting i guess she got this package in the mail and it was a little table that i guess you're supposed to put out i don't know for bird seed or for like squirrels or something yeah and she was throwing the she had just set the little table down and she had thrown out the recycling the box in the recycling bin and she looked she turned around and there was a chipmunk sitting at the little table waiting to be served
1: that's kind of cute
0: well, she was listening to jazz music, and she named him the Lonious Monk. And she put out some nuts for him, and he ate those. And then she, like, started learning what he liked because he kept coming back every day, and he would eat, like...
1: That's a pretty wise chipmunk, knows how to get free food and get on the news.
0: Well, yeah, the chipmunk really, I think, honestly, he just wants to be on the news. So that's why he kept showing up. And so she made tiny sushi for him, and she made, like, a cocktail bar for him. She said there's a couple things he doesn't like eating that he'll just push away. Like he doesn't like peanuts, cabbage, peppers, strawberries.
1: They made little chairs for him too, so he can sit with the little chairs, but he prefers to sit on the table, I'm guessing. Or just
0: Yeah, he he likes to sit on the table and he it says that one time he brought a bundle, he had like some leaves and flowers, and he brought them to the table, ate the food, and then left his little bundle like I guess, like, as an exchange for, like, services. (laughs) You you can have
1: little flowers.
0: But, yeah, she's cooking. Brings a
1: penny. Finds a penny on the ground and brings the penny.
0: Exactly. She puts this on her Instagram. If you want to follow along, English, A-N-G, on Instagram. We'll
1: put it in the description of the episode.
0: Okay, sure. I can put that in the description of the episode. And, yeah, so, basically, she's basically friends with this chipmunk and serving him out of this little restaurant. And, and where
1: she live?
0: She lives in Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. So it's really cute. Oh, that's really cute. So he likes campfires and... Or
1: steaks in the form of a campfire.
0: Exactly. And basically she just makes some things out of nuts. And so I think that's really cute.
1: But I have And a very mu- newsworthy. I have a much more newsworthy headline. Someone in Japan... An unidentified buyer purchased nine point six thousand dollars in mandarin oranges.
0: Wonder why they want to remain unidentified.
1: <laughs> so that equivalents to one million yen. So they spent a million yen on not just a bunch of oranges, one hundred oranges.
0: Okay, why do they do this though?
1: So they bought nine. Basically, they were pricing each orange at ninety six dollars an orange.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And the oranges, I guess, just taste really good, and it was like an auction, and people were bidding up their like 990,000 yen, or whatever, I guess. Yeah, I saw the photo. Because these people paid 1 million yen, which you might think is a lot, and I think it is a lot, because that's $10,000 for 100 oranges, so... I feel like that's much more newsworthy because you're trying to figure out what person would pay ten thousand dollars for a hundred oranges.
0: Well, I don't. I just want to share because I can buy a box of like Halo oranges at Kroger for like well three bucks for the whole box.
1: I guess they were made. made oh, what? it's an inaugural action. It's far from the current record. Oh, it's not the current record.
0: What? It's Um, not the record for buying oranges? People have spent more than $10,000 in oranges? Yes,
1: they paid $966 a piece, while boxes of 25 sold for... Oh, they made a typo. They put a comma in the wrong place. Okay, what
0: source are you getting this from? This seems very unreliable. com.
1: $24,932 for 25 oranges.
0: You're sure this is real?
1: Yeah, they're only made in 10 locations in Japan. Like, These oranges
0: are only so why can't I just take an orange and grow my own orange tree in my backyard and then sell it for ten thousand dollars?
1: I don't know. It's a I think you're I guess. missing a
0: lot of facts and I don't think that was very newsworthy if you ask me.
1: It's right from it. So whoever you think just email us at high five club podcast at gmail dot com.
0: Yeah. I think we'll get a bunch of emails regarding mine and no emails regarding yours.
1: Okay. Well, they'll send us an email anyway, so. What famous birthdays are going on this week? The famous birthday that's going on tomorrow is Marie Curie. Do you want to tell them about that while I look up how old she'll be? Or how old well, she would be?
0: Yeah. And, well, you put this in here, so I figured you would have some facts to bring us about Marie Curie. She discovered radium.
1: She discovered, uh, a element on the periodic table.
0: So she discovered one element, and that's why she's the most famous female scientist ever?
1: Um... She conducted pioneering research in radioactivity, and she died from it.
0: Okay, well, everyone knows that Marie Curie died from radioactivity.
1: Do you, did you know that, yes. actually? Okay, so she would be 150... 50... 50... 53. 53?
0: 53.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so...
0: Yeah, she won the Nobel Prize for um, science. She was
1: like, the first woman right, to win the Nobel Prize for science. Was she... What are three interesting facts about Marie Curie? Five okay. facts. Oh, five she,
0: things you gotta know. They don't they these for celebrities all the time. She's
1: got a lot of her. She's she's the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. Okay, you're she's right. a World War One hero. What does that mean? She fought in World War One, I, I guess.
0: She did not fight in World War One. Are you kidding me? Oh,
1: she just got a. We'll look at that in a second. She actually went by her full name, Marie. Schultz. Polish name Curie. She and her husband up. made a very great team. Is fact number four okay? That's, and there's a just poli- to put her oh, husband in there. No, oh, okay, we won't, we won't mention that one. There was what
0: a public scandal. Why can't we mention that there was a public scandal? Oh,
1: I thought we were gonna mention what the public scandal was.
0: Well, what's the public scandal? Um, so Pierre curry No wait, it didn't even say what the public scandal was. Well, click in it, and find out. Well- I know
1: what the public scandal was. You do? Yes. Pierre Curry. Um, she like she loved Pierre Curry, but he was married. And so they would send mysterious love letters to each other why he was married. So
0: this you know, you know about Marie Curry's secret love letters, but you didn't know that she was the first one to discover and radium? Then-
1: the wife didn't really care but then when she won the peace prize the wife said um oh well she was she did this to my husband and then nobody liked her for a while
0: okay she's like literally the most famous scientist
1: and then pierre got run over by a horse
0: what okay you're making that up no
1: that seems staged what? how did pierre Curry die Died in France. Curry lost his footing and fell beneath the wheels of a horse-drawn vehicle, suffering a fatal skull fracture.
0: Okay, there is some darkness here that needs to be explored some more. Where's, like, the Marie Curie movie? This is, like... I,
1: I just know this because I read the Who Was Marie Curie book. Oh,
0: those ones with the big bobblehead figures on the front?
1: I was doing a scavenger hunt Clue one time, and I said, look in the book with big heads. And it was Everyone called The Everyone Who was?
0: was? Isn't that a show on Netflix, too?
1: I think so. Okay, moving on to politics, Alicia. Do you want to talk about politics?
0: Do I? <laughs> so, this week has literally been overtaken by the election politics. news. Pretty much there's no news this week because people like knew not to make news because it would be taken. <laughs> people knew
1: not to jump off cliffs because there was the election. Yeah,
0: there's no skydiving this week. Um, and like you don't want to do anything notable when weeks that like big news is going to come out like this. So, as of recording this on Friday, um, the Electoral College votes right now, Biden has 253 and Trump has 214. And Noah, how does the Electoral College work?
1: Um, So, each state gets a different number of Electoral College votes depending on how many um, people they have. So, like Alaska, they only get three Electoral College votes because they only have like Two hundred fifty thousand people, or something. Uh, California, I know. I think that gets the most because they have fifty. They get fifty-five electoral college votes because they have like thirty million people. Okay. So uh, then I don't actually know about the how they vote. I think it's just whoever. Well, wants, they,
0: they the electoral college votes, but how are the vo- votes distributed?
1: It's between counties, right? Every county.
0: Well, in in a lot of states, it's. Whoever wins the popular vote. So the popular vote means like when I go vote, what, my vote goes towards the popular vote. But then, depending on the state, like um, it'll be it'll be distributed to the person who wins the vote in that state. So whoever wins mm-hmm. in such and such state gets all the votes from the electoral college.
1: And. Yeah, that's pretty much But it. some states,
0: I think, do divide it up, right?
1: Some states divide it in counties. Proportionally. I Proportionally. I was looking at a graph, and it was like, these peop- this person has this counties, but this person has this counties, and they're winning because they have more counties.
0: Right, so it's kind of making the votes... It makes the votes have, like, different weight depending on where people live. It's a little bit
1: confusing.
0: It is a little bit confusing. And so, basically, the first person to get to 270 votes, or whoever gets the 270 votes... Because that's a majority of the. Because one person
1: could get to two hundred seventy first, but they don't only get two hundred seventy one, and then a person wins the state and gets to two hundred seventy three. They still well. There's only
0: you could never have someone get two people get two seventy because. No, because there's. Aren't there sometimes that they haven't
1: got over the two hundred seventy though?
0: Yeah. If if they don't reach two seventy, it goes to the Senate, right? It goes to the Senate, and they get to pick the president. Mm -hmm. But has that ever happened?
1: I don't think so. I know definitely for sure. I was looking doing the math. Um, one of them will definitely go over 270, depending on the states. Oh, because maybe, the states that are left will Even the, out. like, the, um, I think the one person, I don't remember who it was, will get to, like, 275, and then one person will get to, like, under that. Under that.
0: Yeah, so why is this taking so long to count all these votes up? I
1: don't know. I don't follow politics.
0: Oh, I thought you had read about this. Uh-uh. Well, basically... Something about
1: mail-in votes, right?
0: Right, exactly. So, in some states, you can't count mail-in votes until election day. Like, in some states, start counting mail-in votes, you know, as soon as you get them. So you can have a total of how many people voted. On
1: election day. Because you're supposed to know the president on election day, right? No. Or the day after?
0: No, you only... You know it once they're tallied up. But since so many people vote by mail... This year, it's taking because
1: they have to hand put it in the little machine.
0: Right, and if they start counting them on election day, then like well, they like they're going to take could... forever to get them And some into people. Machines. I
1: think it's like what seven or eight states that are still counting in mail-in votes. I know Alaska is only about like forty percent through with all their votes.
0: Yeah, probably because it takes so long for mail to go in Alaska because it's so big. But <laughs> so we few might not people. know to
1: the president to the next election
0: <laughs> at that rate. No, but we should know this weekend. I'm assuming most of the votes will be tallied up, and you probably and, will
1: hear about it before we give you the update in our podcast. Yeah, I mean,
0: we'll give you the update next Friday, but I'm sure you'll. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, know
1: who the president of the United States is if you're in school
0: or in anything as long or as you, have a some yeah. sort
1: of electronic device that yeah. has access. Well, to Well, even
0: internet. if you don't, if you get your results from a newspaper, I'm pretty sure you'll. I'm pretty sure you'll know if
1: you don't live under a rock, you'll know.
0: Even under a rock, I think you'd find out at this point.
1: Everyone, oh, did you hear the new president of so and so?
0: Person living under a rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, moving so, on. So Noah, what's going on in the sports news?
1: So in sports news, the Tennessee ninth chair congressman.
0: So this guy just got elected.
1: Well, yeah, he's the. Well, I think he's been a. He's been in the chair for some time, but he won the vote again. Okay. And Tennessee Steve Cohen. He bought the New York Mets baseball team for $2.4 billion, with billion, which is a lot of money. I mean, some people have played more, but it's still a lot of money. And the MOB has to approve someone buying the thing. So if, I don't know, this random person, Jeff over here, wants to buy the New York Mets for $2.5 billion, but they say, no, Jeff, you can't buy them. Then Jeff can't buy it. So, the Major League, people thought it was going to be okay. Jeff
0: really missed out on that one. He was really looking forward to purchasing the Mets.
1: Some people didn't appro- want him because he's now the richest owner in baseball history. They
0: were saying, like, he's too rich to own a team. Then,
1: he, yeah, he could just give infinite money to them, but...
0: I think that's so interesting. That really puts them at an unfair advantage, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, I mean, I I don't think he's necessarily in there to win because they've been doing pretty bad of course bad. he's in there
0: to win well no
1: i don't think they've been doing it. they've been doing pretty bad over the years i think i think ha- some of it most of it though i would say if i bought a team would just be i own the new york mets
0: well i'm sure that's a lot of it like once you have so much money there's only so much things you can buy for 2.4 billion dollars <laughs> gucci watch that's not even 2.4 billion but
1: you could overpay for a Gucci walks.
0: I think the Mets team have more, like, historic value, and I'm sure their game, their games are really, like, popular, right? They're, like, yeah, one of the most popular York, teams to root any for. Any
1: New York team is popular because you think of how people are in New York. Exactly. Okay, let do you want to tell us about the art news?
0: Yeah, so this was some maybe troubling art news, actually. King Tut's coffin was leaving the tomb for the first time. <gasps> Whenever, like, a pharaoh's um, coffin leaves the tomb or, like, they take stuff out of pharaoh's tombs, isn't there always, like, curses associated with that?
1: Yeah, but is there a curse associated with King Tut?
0: Yeah, I think King Tut is, like, the number one cursed person. They King opened his tomb, person. I think, in live TV, and then it was, like, a cursed production or something.
1: Okay, let's see what... You can keep explaining while I look this up.
0: Yeah, so, King Tut... I Oh, basically, yeah, they need to restore the tomb because they're opening up an art... Museum in Egypt called like the Egyptian art museum and it's gonna have like things from the tombs and stuff about the pyramids. Just like any tourist destination, they have to have one there because
1: his the curse is Okay what? Um the curse of King Tut.
0: Facts and fable. So this will really get down to the nitty gritty about um what kind of curses there are in there? So, you know what?
1: it's not letting us continue.
0: So we'll never know the curses. Okay, tell us.
1: Okay, so the highest-profile death associated with the curse is probably that George Edward Stanhope, Molly Hong Herbert, v, the fifth Earl of Carnarvon, a British aristocrat and amateur Egyptologist, helped finance it. His death was March 25th, 1923, a year after the tomb was opened. It is widely regarded as mysterious, but the fact he suffered from poor health before he died in Cario, in any event, died from a decidedly mundane mosquito, mosquito-carried disease. Mm, that seems a little phony the to me. I think LiveScience.com. He was science. no less, by a prominent person than Sherlock Holmes' creator, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. But he also wrote a book saying fairies were real, so...
0: Well, Doyle loved his fairies, state. Not
1: only did Carter live to a fairly ripe age of Ew. 64. Ripe? Before dying of cancer. Um,
0: but this is someone else who died of cancer. A member the of Carter's
1: team to guard the burial around the clock for seven years, lived another 60 years until his death. The average group of the person was 63, which is actually older than normal people around for that time in 60. It's a year older than people died. Well, so it
0: seems like a curse to me.
1: Don't, doesn't seem like a curse
0: to Um, you. King Tut was known as, like, the boy king. King Tut in common. he literally started being the pharaoh when he was nine years old. And he died ten years later because he was really, he had a bone disability in his left foot. And he had malaria, so he was, he, with that malaria, like, really weakens He was really your body, sick So He, he was always. really sick. And so, yeah, he died pretty early, but he his big thing was that he reversed... I guess his dad had put on these, like, religious requirements in their, Egypt that were, like, really... Mm-hmm. Like, people weren't happy with him, and he reversed all that, I guess. So, so uh,
1: he's regarded as a good... He didn't really get to do much, but he's regarded as a good king.
0: Yeah, I, I guess so, and, you know, with all the diseases going on at this, that time, probably, like, 19, maybe, it was, I don't know, not terrible. So, what are we talking about in entertainment now?
1: So, in entertainment, the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, which I think a lot of people watch, right? Where they have the little yeah. the floats that go down the street, like the huge floats, like of Charlie Brown or Snoopy or something. And they're like, the people carry them and they're walking around. So people, Yeah, we know what the parade is. People Very didn't famous. know if there was still going to be it because apparently about 10,000 people go into setting it up. And that's really. Oh, it's that's like, just a right? setup?
0: That's not even people like, who attend? but that's
1: including the carrying of, like, the people carrying it and the people blowing them up. So now they have how to reduce it to, like, 2,000 people only, including all the carriers. It's a lot. But with all the things, I think it's like, there's only, like, 100 people that aren't carrying them. And, and all presumably
0: the- everyone can wear a mask. It's outside. And you're
1: social distanced, probably. Yeah. Because you have to each carry a street. So
0: are people still going to be watching from the streets in New York City? So
1: in the streets. It's going to be limited, and you can only watch if you're over the age of 18. Oh, so no children? No children. I. That's what the article said from...
0: A trustworthy uh, source?
1: A trustworthy source that I don't remember because I looked <laughs> it up this afternoon, and I was playing Rocket League. But um, Yeah, so it's still going on. There's some new floats, including a huge 48-foot Boss Baby float.
0: Boss baby, I love the boss baby. He's a boss and, and a baby. I
1: thought it was kind of ridiculous how big this is, but uh, Ryan's World Flow. The
0: Ryan's World, as in Ryan's World, the YouTube channel.
1: Yes, the flow of his like little red, the little red superhero. Have you seen it? That like, yeah, I've seen his the toys.
0: Time. They're like always in those toy catalogs that you get from Amazon.com in the mail, where it's like best. He's gift. basically
1: like he's like the richest six-year-old in the world, or something ridiculous like that.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: He literally just sits there. I don't like... I mean, I I could not ever watch someone playing with toys.
0: Okay, but you can watch people play video games? Well, I mean... Literally the same thing.
1: No, I mean, like, because a toy, you can literally go out and buy, like, some video game stuff. Like, you you watch people play video games, too. Yeah,
0: but I'm not saying that people shouldn't be watching Ryan's World. If you want to watch Ryan's World and you want to watch him unbox a little toy car, all the power to you. And it's really not adults that are watching Ryan's World videos. Ryan's World not making as many off of adults. He's making as many off of other six year old boys and girls. All and sorts children. of kids who, yeah, who want to watch kids unbox toys. Like,. That's how he's famous, and somehow he has this toy line, which I still... I don't understand how this toy line is like one of the most popular toy lines in the world. It, like, stuff I looks wouldn't like... buy
1: a Ryan's World huge egg.
0: No, I'm sorry, Ryan, if you're listening to this, but I don't <laughs> support your If you're listening toy... to
1: this, please shout us out on your YouTube channel. I don't
0: support your endeavors, Ryan, in this case. So we'll I can't... support
1: your endeavors if you um, shout us out on your YouTube channel. He's going to have on. a float in the parade of himself? No, it's going to be of his little superhero sidekick. This. I think the superhero sidekick is supposed to be him. It says a oh, giant red... I don't know. I think so. so Ryan, that... you've achieved your life goal of being in the Macy's Parade. Good is that try. his, like,
0: biggest foot? Fl- Are there going to be performers? Did you know you nobody think?
1: knows his last name? They, they don't share his last name.
0: He's just known as Ryan?
1: Ryan. Hey, that's why we're calling him Ryan.
0: Okay. Well, um, Ryan's going to have a float, and presumably they're still going to have, like, performers because aren't they always, like, lip syncing anyway? Mm-hmm. Like I read about so. this,
1: too. They already have... High school and college bands picked out that are gonna perform, and so they already have them picked out, so no other ones can. I assume
0: they're gonna be like New York teams, like local and stuff. Yeah. Instead of because usually don't they fly those kids in in?
1: California?
0: Yeah, I doubt they're doing that.
1: Okay, so now it's time for our Great British. (laughs) What? I like your little sad face because he was a great baker.
0: Yeah, it was Japanese week on the Great British Bake Off this week. and... And Elijah has a new pick. Yeah, my new pick who I've de- officially determined is going to be Lottie. So
1: Lottie, no you have to say it with the British Lottie. accent. Lottie. Lottie. So Lottie. my original
0: pick was definitely Peter and Lottie in the first episode didn't really stand out cuz she seemed kind of rude. But over time Also she
1: seemed kind of bad.
0: Yeah, Lottie's personality has really grown. Her baking skills are getting better and better each week and in fact, my new pick was announced as the star baker this week.
1: Lottie did Lottie. a good job. Her food looked good. She, she made, made some this- Delicious steamed buns.
0: Okay, yeah. So the first bake this week was steamed buns.
1: And they could, they just kept saying, oh, what are your buns going to have? Well, my buns are going to have this filling. And inside the buns, they're also going to have this. And the outside of the buns will be decorated yep. with this. And they'll look like cute little steamed buns. And you they really couldn't stop steam saying the word buns. buns.
0: And so the steamed buns that they had are basically these little soft buns that you cook in like this bun baker.
1: I guess they're kind of like Chinese dumplings a little bit.
0: Yeah, they look a little bit like dumpling, like the texture, but they're fluffier, I guess.
1: And they're breaded, breaded. Yeah, they're stuffed. They look really like, good. Apparently, they did well.
0: These like meat mixes, or you can put like fruit inside them, and all they of them all looked good. Really good. I think the bun bread is particularly what looks good. Because I think the
1: ones with the arch where it looks better, the arch. The arch was...
0: of food inside them? Yeah. Yeah, so they had steamed buns, and it, that was part of like their first challenge. And then they had to make this matcha crepe cake, which looked really difficult.
1: So basically, they had to make matcha crepes, so or crepes as they say. Crepes. So basically, crepes are razor thing, razor thin pancakes.
0: Yeah, the thin, thin little tortillas. Some of them have
1: stuffing in them, or like made out of stuff, but they're like basically flavored tortillas, like Elijah said. And then they had to build up.
0: Yeah, theirs like, were made out of matcha tea. They which gave is like them that green very tea. Lim-
1: they gave them the recipe. Sold very limited, and they had to make. Basically stack the crepes up and make a cake out of the crepes, so it was called a crepe cake. And then uh, it was very
0: challenging to make. Some of them
1: didn't like. I don't. I didn't like it, but some of them looked didn't like it, but some of them looked pretty good with the ring of fruit. some of them looked good. It was like really
0: stuffed with fruit. And so some of them did well on that. And then for the showstopper, they had to make a kawaii cake, which is like the Japanese word for cute, which is a lot of like. Basically Not even that, anime, just like cute little eyes and I was and about stuff. to say
1: they basically anime is like a cute little anime cake.
0: Yeah, and so um, they had some cute ones. Like there was... One My, of the marks was making the little avocado.
1: And he had a little avocado... Um, baby? Baby, but his cake was pretty much inedible.
0: They literally said it was inedible. And then we had Peter was making this cute little thing. Shuttlecock. Yeah, from Batman. he, teaches, he
1: like teaches Batman. He apparently teaches
0: Batman. yeah. It's so strange... And it was like this, this it had got Dizzy, bumped on its head. Yeah, he thought it was he thought he was being so charming making that thing. My
1: favorite though was Laura's up, pine, upside down pineapple cake. She reversed pineapple upside down cake and literally made a cake made out of an upside down pineapple.
0: And they thought she might be a line for star baker, but Lottie came through. With it was literally
1: her... she was in last place, but they said her bake was the greatest.
0: So Lottie came through with this little cute mushroom forest cake, and it was they said it was. Um, he said he never tasted a, like, sponge cake that ever tasted like that ever on the show, right?
1: Unless, he's, the last time we tasted one, he was in Japan.
0: Yeah, so, basically, that worked out in, um, Lati's favor.
1: And the person who got kicked off was my pick, Mark, we call him K, but it's really Mark L, the yeah, Mark Irish, the Irish guy, and I was always smiling, everyone liked him.
0: Yeah, he always had a jovial smile on his face, but unfortunately, he was kicked off, so Noah's down to... Just Hermine right now. We're
1: not going to do any more picks because there's only six bakers left.
0: Right, and since my pick got kicked off the last week, I I got to pick Lottie this week. But aside from that, our top picks, Hermine and Peter are still in the game and still going strong.
1: And early in the episode, Paul Hollywood said, Hermine, you're the most consistent baker we have on here, so that's good.
0: I I don't know if
1: that means that she's middle tier or that means that she's the best baker they have.
0: Peter's going to take it home because Peter's very innovative.
1: You don't care about Lottie?
0: Yeah, Lottie's great, but I don't think Lottie has it in her to win this thing.
1: Her personality's funny, though.
0: Yeah, she has the best personality on all the show. So, be sure to call into our hotline, 9494 High club
1: 949444. 949 444 2582. So
0: now that no one's confused you out there, you can check it out in our description below. Be sure to call, text, email us high club at gmail.com.
1: Subscribe, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get you po- your podcast. Tell your friends, family, grandparents, and babies.
0: Okay, and um, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram highfiveclubpod. high five club pod. We let you know when the new episodes are
1: out. Um, we're sending you a virtual high fi- five right now. I said a head five. Okay. Head five.
0: No one could hear that. Okay. Now no one's high fiving himself.
1: Um. Have a great week, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.